Praise the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad, glad in it. Welcome to Overflowing Grace. I'm glad. I would like to um, continue the recording with um, Psalm 136 and just start reminding us that a thankful heart is a God, is a heart that receives from God. Anyone who grumbles, it is difficult to get something from God when we grumble. It doesn't mean that if something is difficult for us, we should not say it. We should go to God. But if our attitude is always complaining, groaning, whining, blaming God for what is happening to us, it's going to be difficult to receive what we need. There's a book our church is reading now, Love the Way to Victory. I'm telling you, this book has humbled me, has helped me to ask God for forgiveness. Because sometimes we don't know we are doing the wrong thing. And be careful what you say about those who give you care spiritually, who speak into your life. Unless people are living in real sin, like sexual sin, living on drugs, yes, the church elders can go together, pray for him, ask the person to change. But it's not something to gossip all over the place. Definitely, that is not acceptable. But if your pastor has a weakness, you can't, and it's not something to do with morality. You can't be blabbing, blah, 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 blabbing, talking about your pastor. You have no right to talk about God's servant. The Bible says it. I watch myself in any way I'm tempted to talk about other preachers. It is not my business. As I said, especially if I'm not going to that church. And if you're not even contributing much to the growth of that church, your job is to bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Your job is to pray for souls. The greatest job is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, with all your everything. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Let us look at it and start with it again, Mark, because I see we need it. Mark 11. It has it in other bastions, but the Mark 1. Um, Mark Act 12. I used it already. I use it regularly. It's a good passage to use. Thank you, Lord, for your precious holy written word. So verse 28. I believe we need it. That's why the Holy Spirit is bringing it up again paramountly. So there. Ah, thank you, Lord, for precious salutary word again. And Jesus answered him, 
Let's start with verse 28, Mark 12. And one of the scribes came and having had them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all. Uh, it's just ironic that the people of God um, will be the one to be querying Jesus in ignorance. They think they know. They try to trap him. They try to do it in the flesh. But just they refuse to take the beam out of their heart and want to, uh, to take the moat out of somebody else's eyes. And Jesus answered, okay. And one of the scribes came and having had them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandment is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. And this is the first commandment. See? Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all thy strength. And then love your neighbor as you love yourself. And the scribes, verse 32, said unto him, Well, master, thou hast said the truth. For there is one Lord God, and there is none other but he. And to love the Lord with all the heart and with all the understanding, with all the soul and with all the strength and to love thy neighbor as thyself is more than all whole bonds offering and sacrifice. And when Jesus saw that, he answered discreetly very well. He said to him, thou art not far from the kingdom of God. And no one after that, does ask him any questions because they left him for a season. Praise the Lord. And uh, since we are here, let's go and use Mark 11 for the healing. And that's 11. And let's go to, uh, you know, this is the story of uh, Jesus saw the victory that had green but did not produce. And Jesus said, from export. Wither and die, nobody eat from you. I'm not quoting it directly. I'm telling you the sum. So when they passed the next day, the disciples, uh, verse 20, Mark 11. Thank you, Lord, for a precious and reaching word. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Instantly, it just happened. As soon as Jesus said it, the truth. The roots became to die. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Pastor, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus answered unto them, Have faith in God. 
I love this passage very much. Not only because it's a signature too for Rema. Because we... We believe what God is saying. <coughs> Excuse me. And Peter calling to remembrance said unto the master. And so in the morning, the next day, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto him, A faith in God. If God spoke it, that's correct. Forever, Lord, your word is settled. Jesus didn't say yesterday that forever. Without faith, you cannot please God. The, 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 the Bible is, is the faith word. It's faith itself. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not that in his heart. And for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not that in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, what is ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And then the condition is, the requirement is about when you stand, pray, forgive. You can't be asking God to do things for you, and you have unforgiveness in your heart. People ask me, what is the secret of your being reaching to eight decades? I learned it from the Bible. I didn't I don't have anything that God did not give me that is good. Only what God has given me that is good that I have. I don't have any wisdom to know more than God who created me. So I endeavor by the grace God has given me to read the Bible more than any other book I read. Because it has informed me, changed my life, molded me, makes me better. And when you start praying, forgive. If you have utter against any, before it looks like it was difficult, but with God, nothing shall be possible. I remember telling us to say, and I read it from God. If you want to live long, you have to forgive. And I just read it again. I, God took me deeper into it. If you want to be less sick. Father, thank you. You have to forgive. Remember, I'm telling people that somebody accused me of what never happened. And because of that, uh, they lied against me because they wanted to destroy the church. They wanted to take away my building, this building that God gave me. And they lied against me that I pushed a Muslim. I never touched anybody, let alone a Muslim. But she lied. I never even saw her. The day she chose, she chose one day and lied. In Jesus' name, it is well. But, and there was no evidence. There was no one's witness. 